Welcome, and thank you for listening to Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. Today is a special Memorial Day episode to pay respect for those who gave their life for their country. To do that, I want to talk about the most enduring token of that respect here in Muskegon, Hackley Park. 125 years ago on Memorial Day, the Soldiers and Sailors Monument was dedicated in the middle of Hackley Park and gifted to the city of Muskegon by Charles Hackley to commemorate those who paid the ultimate price for their country. At the bottom of the statue stands four men, each representing a different branch of the military at that time. A Navy sailor, a cavalryman, an artillery gunner, and an infantryman. At the top, 76 foot off the ground, stands the statue of a woman, often called Lady Victory or Lady Liberty, proclaiming the freedom we all enjoy due to the sacrifice of those below. Inscribed near the base of the monument is to the soldiers and sailors who fought and to all patriotic men and women who helped to preserve our nation in the war of the rebellion. And, not conquest, but peace. Hackley Park got its start on December 25, 1889, when Charles Hackley donated $27,000 for the creation of a monument to honor those who fought in the Civil War. A large chunk of land was also needed to display it, and so Hackley started quietly buying parcels in downtown Muskegon. Many of these parcels had homes built on them that would need to be cleared off to make room for the park. Eventually, word got out of Hackley's intention. This led John Torrent, who was never on the friendliest terms with Hackley, to hang on to his property until he could sell it to Hackley for twice its worth. With all the land secured, Hackley donated it to the city for the creation of a public park in February of 1890. Originally, it was going to be called Hackley Square, and Hackley hoped it could include a fountain in the middle of Webster between the park and the school building but the city did not want to have to close Webster, so the plan was abandoned. By 1891, the foundation for the statue was laid and the ground had been leveled, but unexpected delays meant that the Memorial Day dedication had to be pushed back to the following year. In 1892, the Soldiers and Sailors Monument was officially dedicated with much ceremony, including a large parade through the city led by Bierman's band. The keynote speaker was Washington Gardner, a Civil War veteran and future Secretary of State for Michigan. Later, wanting to add to the park, Hackley sent Frank Nims, Louis Canitz, and Reverend Hayden to Washington, D.C., New York, and to Gettysburg to research and find possible sculptors who could create statues for the corners of the park. They selected two, John Massey Rind and Charles Niehaus. Rind would create a statue of General Grant and General Sherman, while Niehaus would create statues of President Lincoln and Admiral Farragut. Dedication of these new statues was set for Memorial Day 1900. Before that day came, though, Hackley would give more money to the city and the sum of $10,000 for the park's maintenance. A portion of the money was quickly spent to pave the roads around the park, finishing days before the ceremony. On the appointed day, the last two days of rainy weather cleared, revealing beautiful blue skies for the dedication and parade. An estimated crowd of some 10,000 people watched the parade, which finished at the park. The dedication was led by Mayor Alberts, and many spoke that day, none quite as reflective as Commander Aldrich of the local Grand Army of the Republic post, who said of the statues, Their very silence is impressive. Without articulate speech, they are eloquent. They need no words. They of themselves are an oration. They assure us that the illustrious dead, whose great service made certain and secure the institutions founded by our fathers, are not forgotten. They are significant of brave and loyal obedience to the command of the nation, always and everywhere, since the obligations of citizenship are not restricted to time or place or to conflict of arms. 
They are given encouragement for the future, since the recognition and approval they give of patriotic fidelity and heroism will be an incentive for the display of public valor and virtue in coming time. There can be no doubt that the honor you pay the patriotic dead and to their memorable deeds will serve not only to make American citizenship in these days more reputable, but also to maintain and perpetuate through all future generations the union and authority of the United States of America. While the ceremony was going on, the statues were covered with flags, and at the appointed time, daughters of deceased veterans removed the flags. Viewing of the statues lasted until the light became dim. In the late 1980s and early 1990s, an effort by the community and outside partners raised $180,000 to restore the statues, which at this point had seen some vandalism, but also severely weathered. They had oxidized and turned green, much like an old penny. With the money raised, a conservatory was hired and the statues were restored. To this day, the museum and the city of Muskegon maintain the statues with a yearly cleaning so that they can be visited by future generations. Over the past 125 years, the park has been the venue for many things. Veterans gatherings, memorial ceremonies, political rallies, concerts, parties in the park, powwows, Christmas tree lighting, a lunchroom, and it's been used as a playground. It has seen the destruction of the Occidental, the Masonic Lodges, fish dinners, and now the construction to change the Chronicle building into a downtown college campus. Little has changed to the park, however. The cannons that once adorned it have been removed and used for scrap metal drives during World War II. The stone pavers and fence have been replaced, but Lady Victory still stands high above it all, honoring those who fought in the Civil War and those who have since fought for their country. Standing high and proud above Muskegon, keeping an eye over it all 125 years into her watch. For everyone at the museum, have a safe and good holiday, and next time you're in downtown and you see the park, take a moment to reflect on the sacrifice of those who have served and died for their country and the freedoms they have secured us.